How's it going everyone? Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world and in this one this is a live podcast. I've literally just jumped off the live and finished doing the live podcast now. It wasn't a very long one and um, that was the way the universe turned it out to be. I started speaking, I spoke about the topic of breathitarianism and sort of really dove into the deeper concepts of that and I think it was, a, I said, I really think some of the things that I spoke about in this one as you will see and then um, where this one ended up going. Uh, some of the things that I spoke about was very interesting, um, so I'm sure you will enjoy it. I really dived into some really deep stuff and took breathitarianism, in my opinion, to that sort of that next level, which a lot of people don't really talk about, and also brought in the the more metaphysical side of things when it comes to to that level of understanding. Anyway, uh, so anyway, I know you're going to love this one. If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option or the Patreon page or any other ways to support the podcast. You can now support the podcast through cryptocurrency as well. Um, you know, on these these platforms, you know, I know the, the at times it can feel kind of weird asking for donations and support, but, you know, we are definitely living in a world now where you get to choose with your energy and your attention what you want to see more of in the world. And um, I, I put a lot of energy into these podcasts. You know, it's like a full-time job. And, um, you know, as you know, I don't run sponsorships or advertisements on the podcast. And I do that with a particular reason and focus because I don't believe in a lot of these things, you know, and I, I wouldn't want to speak about something that I don't believe in. So the way that this podcast keeps going is through your support. And, you know, I'm in a position where where, you know, this is this is how this keeps going is through your support, you know. So I would appreciate it if you can. Um, no matter how small or big it is it goes such a long way and it really helps me to keep turning up in a way that I am um, so that's all I'm going to say anyway enjoy this one peace out How's it going, everyone? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. <clears throat> and um, so, in, in in this in this one day, in this sort of this live hangout slash question uh, slash Q and A, whatever you want to call these things, now as we all get together and we just sort of bounce certain ideas around. And um, so, in this one today, I wanted to talk about the theme of the video that I shared the other day, just to start off, and then we can take this wherever it needs to go, kind of thing. Um, but basically, a few days ago, I shared a video about the the breathitarian, which was a really interesting video. And what I noticed in the comments that there was quite a lot of uh, there was a bit of a divide between you know accountability kind of thing, people believing it and some people not believing it. So, you know, I kind of wanted to give my opinion on that video. And um, as I always say when I do these podcasts, you know, it's not my it's not my position to to make you believe anything. It's just up. To, I just turn up in a way just to provide different points of perspective so that you can, you know, make your own mind up in a way. And that's what we should all do. You know, I do that um, throughout my whole life. You know, I find new information and then I'll discard what I don't want and what resonates kind of thing. And we should always do that, you know, first and foremost. So anyway, you know, the video was exploring the, the topic of breathitarianism, which is a concept that has, you know, it's always fascinated me. And it seems to be something that, you know, when you go through the spiritual journey of awakening um, or ascension or become enlightened, whatever word you want to put on it, the concept of breathitarianism seems to circle back around again and again. And it has through my own, me, re, my own research. And um, 
one of the first things that I want to get out of the way, I kind of feel like one of the reasons why a lot of people kind of will dismiss the concept of breathitarianism is because they'll, they'll, their own limitations on the topic will prevent them. They, their own limitations will reflect upon the topic. You know, and I'm also aware that on, in my own personal journey, you know, I'm not breathitarian yet, yet you know the other day I did a, a two day fast and I found out it definitely wasn't a breathitarianism you know so much stuff come to the surface in the in the in the two day fast that I did and it was so challenging you know and I've done fasts in the past and found it very challenging you know so you know I'm not at this level either but that doesn't mean that I'm going to reflect my own limitations on this topic either as well just to let you guys know that um so I definitely feel that this could be possible. You know, the things that I've looked into and the research that I've done and my own sort of inner searching has come to conclusions that I feel like this is definitely possible. And I'm going to try and do my best to, to put this across to you in a weird way. Hopefully you might be able to see something that you didn't in the past. Um, but I feel like, you know, there's many different ways of attacking the topic of breathitarianism. There's many different ways that we can analyse our current understanding of this. Um so like I said before, I think the best place to start is I feel like a lot of people uh, get stuck in their limitations with this one. You know, they're too rooted in the, the biological aspect of the body. You know, yes, there is a, a purpose to this biological meat suit. You know, we there is sort of earthly laws built upon our bodies. You know, like we have to have water, we have to have food. You know, them things are right in front of our face. Um, however, you know, as you start evolving yourself, self, you start realising that... The, um, under these earthly laws are also other possibilities, you know, um, and once we sort of expand our awareness and expand our consciousness enough, we can move beyond these, you know, we can move beyond these earthly physical limitations. You know, masters of the past have spoke about this, ancient cultures have talked about it. Take psychedelics, for example, um, do your practices enough and you're able to transcend to these other you know transcend beyond these earthly physical limitations like i said before you know so for me um breathitarianism it's not just about consuming air it's not about just consuming s sunlight you know th which these things are obviously definitely characteristics and counterparts but for me the conversation of breathitarianism which i don't hear a lot of people talk about goes a lot deeper under the surface to this you know so things i want to talk about here and i'm going to sort of bring to you is you know things that you know, I'll, I would invite you to open your minds to this, you know, because it's going to go quite um, top heavy very fast, you know. But, um, you know, that for me, the topic of breathitarianism is more about the topic of energy, the topic of light, the topic of being a light being, because that's what we truly are. And I feel like this whole conversation needs to go to the, lev the level of energy, you know. And I know that term energy, what does it mean? You know, a lot of people will sort of throw that around in the in the spirituality community. You know, they'll talk about the topic of light and they'll just throw it around there willy-nilly and I'm guilty of that too. Um, but that's the word and that's the language I'm going to use in terms of this, you know. So, for example, you know, the, the food and the water... Um, that we that we consume that we drink you know the air that we breathe the the sunlight that we intake uh, we receive into our bodies you know you know these these um these things are obviously you know depend our earthly existence is obviously depend dependent upon these things in the earthly realm you know these 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 become our sort of day to day energy energy that we experience you know on the human level however there is uh, another way it's sort of looking at this you know and you know what i'm going to say for this is you know um is that 
I'm going to speak about, you know, what I call myself energy, like I said before, you know, how alive and how wakeful, how conscious, how expanded is your awareness or your consciousness or how energetic you are. This can also be another type of fuel for you, for who you are, for your existence, for your consciousness too as well. You know, so for the, for example, so, so that the ability for people to, um, live without food, um, without water, you know, this is obviously going to be different for different people depending upon, you know, their level of consciousness or your light that you're receiving in your body, for example, you know, so through the act of, so what I mean by this is through the act of, you know, raising one's consciousness, like I spoke about before, you know, we can fundamentally make our own energies more awake than we are right now, you know, um, and, you know, the, uh, I was thinking about this, you know, like, for example, you know, when we, we all know that, we're not bound to these physical bodies, you know. And when we leave these meat suits, these these temporary avatars, and we move to another to another realm, you know, you know, we're not always going to be eating food, you know. We're all, not always going to shit and eat, you know. There's a funny quote that says, um, some of the ascended masters speak about how it's to be born in human form is actually embarrassing, you know. Like we've got to shit, we've got to eat, um, you know. And these things by the sort of the ascended masters are sort of laughed at, you know, kind of thing. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they just the art. That's what they see, you know. And and they see that born in, to be born in human form is embarrassing. You know, all the certain different things that we've got to go through. Not even not not the fact that we've got to pay bills and stuff like that as well. You know, we're the only species on earth that pays bills. But to 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 shit and uh, eat is very, is also very embarrassing. You know, but definitely as we start to, um, as we start to, to grow, you know, our ability to go beyond these earthly desires. You know, our ability to to hold more light. As we sort of evolve our consciousness, you know, this process of going beyond the earthly desires and, like I said before, holding more light starts to evolve more and more and more. You know, it's basically about, you know, as we raise our sort of ourselves, our, our consciousness, you know, we start receiving a higher level of energy in our body. And, you know, in esoteric teachings in the past talked about that the process of this is to do with balance and control of the different masculine energies within the body. But that's a podcast for another day, you know. But it definitely has a, a big part to that as well. It's linked to the emotions, it's linked to traumas, it's linked to many different things, it's linked to shadow work. But to get to that position, you know, where we have to sort of raise ourselves to this point where we can attain these higher levels of consciousness, like being a breatharianism, being a breatharian, you know, it's all about balance and control of the self. Um, you know, but most of us now, to be honest, you know, we don't even you know, we don't even um know half of the time what's even going on with inside of ourselves, you know, especially when it comes to our own energy. You know, for example, when it comes to energy, um, you know, people don't even know what's going on to do with um, emotions, you know, and, and until it till it manifests in physical form, until it's right in front of your face in the form of a disease or a form of an illness, you know. Um you know, but for um, but for me, you know, living, you know, for for me, living in that consciousness, you know, um, and being able to sort of, you know, carry out these these feats that are classed as sort of out of the realm, out of the realm of possibility, um, it's to do to to be in these realms of of consciousness. It's about you know, it's about no longer sort of um, being a limitation of the self, you know, um, and I think energy becomes the sort of the main contact that you you know the the main con the main en energy becomes the, the main form of contact that you have with the rest of the world if that makes sense you know so once our um you know once you truly sort of 
from an energetic perspective, you know, um, once you get to that place of consciousness, you start realizing there's no sort of distinction between this and that kind of thing. You know, you're just you're just a part of all of it. You know, sort of once the barrier is broken in terms of understanding that topic, you know, you go beyond the physical limitations. You know, and you start realizing that, you know, this that state. You know, you start realizing that that natural state. You know, has always been a part of us. You know, it's who we truly are. We are that energy form. You know, we like I said before, we inhabit these avatars. But the thing that is pilot, piloting all this is is source energy, um, you know. And as we as we all know, many spiritual teachers talk about as we get to that place, you know, we return back to the eternal one. We're all, we're everything. So I think that's what for me, breathitarianism is truly about. You know, it's it's about going to that natural state and realizing that there is no limitations, you know, and um, that we are all we are all always, you know, we're everything at the same time. Um, but I think that's a level of consciousness and by no means am I at that stage, you know, uh, by no means am I eating, not eating any food, you know, I'm definitely not at that stage. But I definitely th- feel like, you know, don't allow your own limitations on the topic, um, your own physical limitations to, to to not believe that it's possible, you know, and there isn't people out there, ascended masters, who cannot, can do this, you know. Um, that's all I want to say anyway. Um, I have a few more things that I want to say, but I want to just see what your guys thoughts are on this and see how we can interact a little bit you know how's it going everyone um james said james hadway said if we pollute our bodies with things that are no good we may not ask deeper questions yeah for sure and that's actually something that i um i wanted to talk about with everyone because um you know like i said before when it comes to the topic of breathitarianism like i said before i think it goes a lot deeper it's it more ties into you know to the topic of, of of being a light being who we are at our true core and our true nature i think that's what really defines this topic and um, but to get to that stage of consciousness you know where we can you know we can have we can transcend these physical limitations for me i think it's more about um you know protecting the physical vessel you know what type of foods do you eat are we overeating because one of the things on my journey i wanted to describe through this process and as i've been um you know going on my own spiritual awakening just like we are all on our own individual spiritual awakenings, everyone who's watching this. Um, I've found on my journey that, um, you know, I was, in the past, I was sort of, you know, I was, as I started educating myself on nutrition, I started looking at many different perspectives and minds and understandings on the topic of, and philosophies on on eat, on, on nutrition. I started realizing that, you know, like, for one, for example, you know, nutrition is more than just what you eat. You know, it, it ties into everything. Like I said before, it's about energy, it's about your emotions, it's about your attention, where you put your things. That's also nutrition too. But just on the physical basis of nutrition, I started realizing that I was overeating. You know, I was programmed to believe that you need to have this many calories. I was programmed to believe that you need to eat this kind of food. And I had to go through this process of unraveling and starting to in tuning with my own body and understand what foods actually did my own biology and did my own spirit thrive on and i'm still going through that unraveling now but one thing i've heavily noticed is that as i've started to move through that i've started to realize that i've started to experiment and uh, flow a lot more when i eat a lot less food so for example the other day i um i had a complete reset and i decided to um you know i decided to not uh for two days i decided to have a little fast and i think that's such a great way to have a fast in the human body is it's a great way to reset the whole system you know there's a lot of research talking about how 48 hours in the human body will start regenerating certain um, cells and, and certain 
um, microbial things within the body and start resetting the gut biome and things like that. You know, it starts that process. I know there's different perspectives on how long that takes, but it definitely it definitely um, seems to be around the 48 hour mark. There's a lot of research talking about how cultures in the past, or the evidence suggesting that cultures in the past who had periods where they didn't eat food lived longer than cultures who indulged had the ability to indulge in foods. Um, but I definitely feel that on my own personal journey, as as I've ate a lot. I've started to eat a lot less more food. Um, I feel like my own spiritual evolution has evolved through that also as well. And the sort of the two interplay as well within that conversation too. But it's very interesting. I think when it comes to, you know, the foods that we eat, I don't think we realize the, the, the sort of the energy dynamic that is operating through that process for, uh, through us, you know. It's kind of like... Um, I heard this amazing quote I talked about a long time ago. It says, you know, you're not just what you eat, you, you are what your foods eat, you know. Um, and I think we also, that's another conversation for another day probably as well, you know, the, the energy dynamic of growing our own foods and how that affects our human body versus going to the supermarket and buying food as well. But there's definitely something said about as we start evolving our consciousness, it seems like as you evolve your consciousness, a lot of as if you look around at the world at all the documentaries, all the, the yogis who meditate in caves and all the ascended masters, you know, they always seem to have this this dynamic where they, you know they're no longer um consumed by food. You know, they've transcended them physical limitations and not bound completely just by, you know, eating food. You know, they go like we've all heard about the states of samadhi that these yogis can um that I talked about in the other live I did these states of samadhi that the, uh, people have co- can get their level of consciousness to and then they don't have to eat as much food but it seems like and like and I'm, I'm not saying that that's the the goal and desire for everyone you know i love food more than anyone else you know i l- completely love food and i think there's something uh, beautiful about the dance between sometimes you know not having food then having food and what that provides in your life in terms of gratitude what it provides in terms of lessons and understanding of your emotions and how how we can become addicted to food we can use food to numb out um, certain emotions and traumas which a lot of us do you know our relationship with food is probably not as out of balance and that's why i feel like you know fast is really good but it's there's no coincidence how on the path of consciousness how it seems to be that a lot of people start you know eating a lot le- a lot less food you know and i would love to know if, if that's also the case for you as well you know do you have yous out there started eating less food when you've sort of um you know, started evolving your consciousness have you found yourself eating a lot less food um because it seems like for me that's been the, the path on my journey anyway also as well what i wanted to mention as well is that some someone else i wanted to recommend you guys to look into was to look into the work of uh, dr sebi as well i don't know if any of you out, out there have looked into the work of dr sebi because i kind of feel like this is a he's an interesting guy who um who's put a lot of work out there in terms of how f- we can start looking at foods from more of a healing perspective because i think you know we have this perspective in our in our lives when it comes to 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 consciousness that uh, and life that it's it's food's just all about energy you know it's about getting energy in the body but dr sebi's perspective was a lot more it was a lot deeper than that he believed foods were medicine you know and food should be seen as medicine not just an, a sort of substance for the a substance for the body uh, but dr sebi he believed that um that um, mucus um, in acidity uh, actually was the the main cause of disease which in, in the body which i thought was really interesting and he talked about how uh, eating certain how about how if you eat certain foods um 
and how you, if you avoid other certain foods you can actually detoxify the body um, achieving an alkaline state an alkaline state um, in the body which actually could re- reduce the risk of um, of disease and what he called mucus within the body which he believed that was caused by over toxicity within the body you know so it, it's very interesting so it seems like you know like I said before as we go on this journey of awakening it seems like you know we're we're purifying the body I think that's one of the biggest things you know we're starting to drink better water we're starting to eat lighter foods alive foods we're starting to clear out mucus in the body we're starting to clear out uh, toxicity that we've all sort of built up and evolved you know like for example um you know there's been times where like there's been times where I've done a um my diet's very relatively healthy you know like really healthy for, um I know there's always more that people can always do but I've done experiments where you know I've kind of like I've watched my body I've, I've I've checked me poo for example you know and I've like I've analyzed me the things that are coming out of my body and the color of me wee and things like that and I've analyzed myself from a scientific perspective and I've still even though I'm living a healthy life I've still seen certain things that's come out of my body that you know that are toxic and shouldn't be in there and I've also felt energetically things that shouldn't be in there um, so imagine, you know, if, if that's happening to my body, imagine what's happened to the to the average jewel who's on the street, you know, who's eating McDonald's or something, you know, what's the toxicity that's being built up in there, you know. And I feel like uh, a lot of times, you know, when we are over-consuming food or we have built up a toxicity around food, um, it creates a, you know, creates a fogginess in the mind. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Sometimes my, some of my best moments of creativity and imagination and things, projects that I'm working on all come from, um, you know when this is not foggy um, and I find sometimes a fast in the morning like intimate fast is a really great way to stop that brain fog um, and I've built up that practice it's a practice you know over the last over the last few years uh, Dan said Dr. Aris Latham says it's not the food that nourishes us but the energy in the food i.e. the spirit of the food yeah it's really interesting because uh, Dan the, the Native Americans they obviously had that same perspective where they, you know they believed that it was the spirit in the food and that's why the you know they had that consciousness towards to the towards um towards animals in a way that was kept as sacred you know they 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 kept that as is like they kept that so high on a pedestal that 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 relationship and not just the relationship the way they treat them the the belief and the understanding in the mind that this is sacred you know this is a sacred act you know the transferring of the animal to you is like your trans you're basically a lot of people believe that when you eat that food, you're taking on the traumas of that animal too, as well. You know, or the or, or the plant or whatever you're eating. You're, there's an energy transference in between that process, and I, I definitely believe that. You know, I think this is a realm that is a lot more advanced when it comes to understanding of consciousness and how you know what we consume, we also consume them, kind of thing. And I feel like you know, there's a lot to be uncovered in terms of that. You know, I think as well this. Go also goes to sexual partners as well you know um we all come into this realm with traumas we all come into this realm with like karma and we carry around that baggage in our daily lives and for example you know if you're having sex with someone there's a lot of theories that when you're having sex with that person you know you're and they have a lot of karma um, and you also carrying out an act of sex with that person in a derogative way and it's not it's not love making um, you can be passing over certain entities and spirits through that process, you know. I mean, more, it's the most sacred act on the planet, you know. Other, probably is other than giving birth, you know. And um, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that we uh, have not sort of... We yet to understand in terms of how these 
because everything in life is a sacred act. I think we don't really understand that. You know, eating food, having sex, moving your body, gardening, um, cooking food. It's all a sacred act. And I think the more we bring consciousness to it and to these practices, we can realize how sometimes these practices, you know, can be the energy dynamic can be way out of balance. Um, but that's just obviously, as we know, it's all part of the 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 process dan also said he's definitely worth looking into he's not a doctor in the normal sense he's medically trained yeah it's it's quite it's quite interesting how like um you know when it comes to uh you know just when this is sort of took us on a bit of a tangent we mind but you know when we look around at the world and kind of kind of what especially what's going on right now in the world how you know we to 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 believe what someone's seeing you have to see a certificate, you know, or to believe what someone's saying, they have to have like sort of two little letters in front of the name, you know, it has to, has to say a doctor on the Twitter handle, you know, or the Facebook handle, or it has to say a doctor, um, somewhere for us to, to believe them, you know, I think very much in our lives, we're very swayed by this authoritarian, like sort of these titles and these stigmas and dogmas around this, and that's obviously that holds a purpose, of course it does, um, but it does have a lot of magic that's played in with that you know to subdue people you know people see someone in a white coat or um you know for example um or carrying around a, a thermometer i don't know if doctors do that anymore <laughs> probably do uh but you know having that presence of a doctor or when we speak about a certain topic for example and someone says scientists said this you know kind of it's interesting how when they use that terminology it's kind of how a lot of people are just subdued straight away and go well if a scientist said it then it must be right <laughs> or if a doctor said it then it must be right but at the end of the day you know we're all human beings you know and um i tend on my journey i tend instead of instead of instead of just sort of looking at the title i look at the actions of that person you know how are they living their lives how do they hold themselves do they work the words that come out of their mouth have a frequency does it resonate with the frequency that's within me um do they look healthy um do they act healthy what type of li- lives do they live do they act through you know do they act through love or do they act through fear and i think um that's the way that the world's slowly starting to turn now you know i think that's why there's been this huge severing on the internet of topics and uh and many different angles because i think we there's been a huge understanding that many people have started to not fall for them traps anymore and they've started to tap into that true frequency inside instead of like looking for you know the the normal status quo people are starting to seek out alternatives that that they feel within here you know and um, that's why all you are here you know now because you start you you're starting to feel that that frequency that sort of tapping away in there now you know and starting to seek out alternative perspectives on on how to be human you know because that's what we're all doing we're trying to remember how to be human and that's why i think when it comes to the the topic of breathitarianism i think that's you know that's one of them things as well for me that you know it, it seems so far out there for a lot of many people which i completely understand it's just a part of the journey but i think um you know as you start evolving your consciousness and you have um you know bigger experiences where you you take psychedelics or for example you you know you 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 go to that place where everyone talks about when you when you sort of uh, have them i don't know what the word i'm looking for but you you know them them states of consciousness all the states of consciousness that we can all achieve and we can go to and then places that level of awareness that we can all go to in our daily lives the more that you go to them places you start realizing how these limitations uh, and these this language and words that's been wrapped all around our consciousness and our lives 
are, you know, they're not they're not real, you know. And we can move them out of the way. And then that's when we can see, once we move all these limitations out of the way, and we 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 feel it, you know, because it's most of the time it's not you're not just getting told it. You have to kind of like walk through that path yourself and walk through the doorway and have these big experiences. And you feel the feelings that go through your body that are invoked through these big experiences. <coughs> you know, you kind of you, you kind of don't just <coughs> intellectualize it anymore. You know, <coughs> you know that you know what it is. That's my energy water. <laughs> Quantum 88 says Cosmic web here bro Love that I would love to I would love to know Any of your thoughts On, on the documentary Of Breathitarism What you thought What you, what you or Everyone thought about it And um, Maybe some of your skepti- Skepticism Skepticism around it As well you know Because Like I said before When I first started this thing I know there was a lot Of skepticism around it Which is You know It's completely understandable um, And like I said I think there's a there's a, a obviously a lot that we need to a lot of barriers that you know that that we need to move through you know and a lot of barriers that we have to kind of kind of you know move, move through to to sort of to get to that to get to that place you know um since no one's asking any questions or no one's interacting in the comments <laughs> I'll um I was going to speak about um I will also mention as well guys while I'll put a cheeky little plug in is that um there's one place open now on the retreat as well just let you know in the UK, there's a ret- I was hosting a retreat, and one unfortunately someone's had to drop out, so there's now one place left for the retreat in Wales in October. If anyone's interested about grabbing that place, this connection is unstable as well. If anyone's got any comments or things they want to speak about, I'll jump in. If not, um, I've got really nothing else I want to speak about. To be honest, I think that's all I wanted to say about the topic of breathitarism. I wanted to interact and see what you guys wanted to say about it. To be honest. Um, I can't see any comments coming through unless the connection's gone down. I'm not too sure. Well, anyway, guys, I love you all. Wherever you are in the world, there's no comments coming in, so I've got nothing else to say. I've said everything I wanted to say about the topic of breathitarism. I was hoping that um, some people would spark some things in the comments and I could um, I could bounce some ideas off you and see what it sort of sparked in my mind. But anyway, that's must be that's what the universe is trying to say. You've said enough, and that's that's it. So anyway, wherever you are in the world, I love you all. Have a great day. Peace and love. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast. I hope you liked it. Um, if you can, as always, check out the different ways to support the podcast. It would really mean the world to me and help me keep doing this thing. Um, and also, just to play this podcast out, as I always do, this is a really cool song. It is called uh, by an artist called Casey Musgraves, and the song is called Slow Burn. So enjoy the slow burn wherever you are in the world. And um, I hope you turn it up out there wherever you are in the world. I love you all. Peace out. Is hot, I can be cold, grandma cry.
know if you 